Hi everybody, so welcome. Today I am super excited to have my newfound friend that I met at the Hay House Writers Workshop that I had attended in October, the happy goddess, Sandra Filer. So welcome, Sandra. Thanks, Terry. I'm really excited to just hang out this afternoon and spend some time together. I know, it's so awesome. So we are we're coming together via uh, telephone, which is awesome that we can connect states away from each other. You are located in Florida, and here I am in Cincinnati. So, welcome. It's very cool. Uh -huh. It is very cool. I'm just, I'm so excited by the connection that we made at the Writers' Workshop because um, it just felt so uplifting and joyous. And I think that um, as I was preparing to join you today, that was the word that kept coming up for me was joy. Just um, how passionate I am about people really embracing life um, with joy, like experiencing it on a daily basis. Yes, absolutely. It's a joy. I'm finishing up this book and I, I do, um, I've started speaking um, publicly and telling my story and so mine is a very traumatic story, but the whole premise of my, of my book is um, that no matter what trauma you've been through, no matter what heartache, no matter what obstacles you've had to overcome, you can still lead, lead a life of peace and joy. And, um, and I truly do. And, and to be able to get to that point is just, um, just such a miracle and beautiful um, transition. I, I call it the shift. It happened to me in 2013 where this shift happened in my life. And um, yeah. And then it just radiates from your being because when I when I met you and when I saw you, you just you just radiate joy. I mean, truly, that's the best way to put it. You can see it in your pictures, you see it in your smile, you see it in your eyes. You just radiate joy, and it's a beautiful thing. And I was very drawn to that. Thank you for that. I'll I'll share a funny story and then uh, uh, say a little bit more about um, how I got here, and then. I'm sensing how you got here in a place of joy after trauma, after yes. wounds, after heartache, after life situations. Um, the other day I was at the farmer's market, and um, it was a beautiful day. I was feeling great. I was happy and walking along, and um, there was a woman there, and all of a sudden she looks at me and she said, you, right there, come over here. And oh. I looked at her and she said, I need to know you. Oh. I need to know you. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and I looked at her and, and she said, I don't know. Like my two favorite colors are orange and blue. And there's just something about you. Who are you? And I looked at her and I said, well, I'm the happy goddess. <laughs> and she said, I know you are. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and like she said, and like we're saying, you know, we connected on a, on a different level, on a heart level, on an energy level. Yes, 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 yes. And and I love that because that's that's a big thing that I talk about is, you know, so many so many times in life we, we force things or work too hard at something and I believe in organic I believe in or, organic uh, friendships, uh, business development, etc. And all about so you're talking about like all about energy and when you just feel that and and it's such a, again, such a beautiful thing to be able to um, honor that in, in ourselves now when you do reach that point where you're like, if you meet somebody and you think, mm, 
yeah, this energy just isn't quite right, that it's okay to walk away, that it's okay to um, steer, but then it, to allow yourself to be open to that positive and beautiful energy and be drawn to that, yes. Absolutely. Well, and something that I'd like to share, you know, when we, when we met, I was at the um, Hay House Writers Workshop promoting the Heal Your Life Workshop Leader Certification Program which is based on the work and philosophies of Louise Hay, founder of Hay House. Um, I have to say that um, over the years, what I've learned about myself, particularly in this last decade of my life, my, um, my 40s moving into my 50s, I have really uh, taken a look at all of the time and investment I've made into looking at my past, my story, my pain, and really working to heal it and to uh, give it permission for having been there, right? Right, yes. And what I realized about myself was that it feels so good today to be able to say that I'm the happy goddess. I allow myself to shine. I wear glitter eyeliner. I'm over 50, and that's okay. Right. I, I, I dye my hair blue, and it's all right. And it's gorgeous, and I love it. So. <laughs> Thank you, because there was a time that it wasn't okay for me to shine bright because I didn't want to take away from somebody else. Yes. And I think that that's one of the things that I'm so passionate about, just like you're talking about, that your story was traumatic, and there is the other side. And so many times, all of that holds us down and holds us back from being truly who we are supposed to be. And that's what I'm passionate about, is getting in there and helping men and women, you know, kind of take a look at all the gunk and, you know, stir it up and get rid of it. Yes. So that, you know, you can live fully. Yes, but I mean, and, and that's one of the things that I've learned is to honor the darkness because I, there were so many lessons learned in it and that's where my miracles truly came from um, were those those dark moments because that's where now that I know how to shine my light I shine it all over the, my nickname is the glitter shitter which I may have told you because but I I think it's hilarious because it's what I do and it's genuine it's it, it's just who I am and so I'm that person that you know if I see that cute little ladybug I'm like hi little buddy oh my gosh you know it's it's just what I do I I treasure the beauty and I I it, I just absorb as much as I can about the beautiful things of this of this life. That's so great, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's so great. Well, and I'll, I'll share too, because you'll absolutely love this, um, just talking about these things in life, like, um, you know, um, identifying a beauty and then deciding to connect with it um, and to notice it, to be aware of it. And also, I love, because you are the glitter shitter, I know that you live in a life of synchronicities and that you, you know, see them, acknowledge them, embrace them. And the Heal Your Life story for me is a little funny because um, I'll tell you a little story. I first learned about, uh, like, having a big vision and creating things and using 
using affirmative language um, and, and imagery through Mary Kay Ash. And so I was here on this magical little island, um, Anna Maria Island in Florida, Holmes Beach to be exact. And I was out walking on the beach because that's my magical power place. And I was practicing my acceptance speech to be a national sales director with Mary Kay Cosmetics. And as I was returning from my beach walk, my then boyfriend came running out on the beach. This is 2006. And he said, Sandra, Sandra, look at this ad in Natural Awakenings magazine. You can become a workshop leader. And I looked at him like he had three eyes. And I said, well, I'm going to be a national sales director. Right. <laughs> and he says, yeah, 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 I know that, I know that. And you love Louise Hay, and you're good with people. Why don't you consider taking this training? Wow. And so I said, well, it's a really nice idea. I And backing up a little bit, believing in big affirmations of big story and, and visualizing, back in the day when I worked in corporate America, my dream was to travel to hotels and teach workshops wow and, and so, so again that's that soul calling that soul calling mm, yeah I love that I and, do too <laughs> you know and the universe always provides and it just sometimes is a little different than what we thought it was going to be right right and so uh, long story short um, I said to him well I'm not in the financial position right now to make that happen and he looked at me and he said it's your birthday present. I'm investing in you. And um, 11 years later, now I have the great honor of having, you know, worked with, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people all across the world using these philosophies and watching, watching the transformation of pain and hurt and witnessing what happens after when they when the people that leave the training really go out into the world and practice the principles consistently it's just amazing right it's absolutely amazing now that that is one of my questions so so this program that you do well you do several several i was looking at the website and and all of the things that you offer but the training is it for people who have been through like the, you can heal your life, or is are you coaching coaches? Are you teaching coaches? Okay, so that's a really great question. Um, my business, the Happy Goddess. I the the root of my business is the heal your life work. That is the foundation of all of my offerings, and so I do lead uh, workshops for participants to simply attend my workshops. Uh, one twist on what I do is because back in my dark night of my soul, all I wanted to be was happy again, that's when I became the happy goddess uh, because I wanted, to, uh, I wanted to embody happiness and the divine feminine, and so I chose the name the happy goddess and then rolled that out into my business name. I got really bold by putting it out there because I had a friend in the business world that said 11 years ago or so, you've got to be crazy to call yourself that. Right. <laughs> She's like, no one is ever going to take you seriously. Well, 
And you were just telling me about that before we started recording, and, and I'm fascinated by it because you said it's small, contained to how many women? So it's very intimate. It is only six women. Okay. And the whole idea is called Making Wishes Come True. So the retreat is about disconnecting from the outside world, connecting to your inside world, uh, claiming an aspect of yourself that you would like to reignite, whether it be compassion, joy, empowerment, liveliness, purposefulness, whatever it is that you want to embody, and then really getting clear on eight things that you desire for yourself that you haven't yet put put at the top of your list. Okay. And then we work, we work through processes and, and, um, and exercises. Our weekend is focused upon um, amplifying those wishes. Uh, and so we've had some amazing things come through from, from the experience. It's, it's really hard work for me. I love it. And I love, I love that you just said heart work. So is it, do you do, or is there meditation practices and, and is it, is it an exercise where you teach people, um, again, self-care mechanisms and more than self-care, almost like, um, you know, how to believe in themselves and how to believe in their dreams? And so, and is it a week-long retreat then? It's just Thursday uh, afternoon until Sunday morning. Okay, okay. Yeah, so more can be found about that on my website, which is thehappygoddess.com. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. Yes, and then the other other part that we were talking about, the Heal Your Life Workshop Leader Training, that is a seven-day intensive training where I teach how to be a workshop leader and then there is also an advanced level training um, another week long training that is how to become a heal your life coach okay okay yeah. so you do do both okay awesome yeah, yeah. To, now to become a heal your life coach because I again like I'm very drawn to that I, I just think it's it, it's just fascinating to me to again just spread the message of healing to people and so are there requirements for people to be a coach? Any prerequisites that are, that are needed? So that's a great question as well. Basically what we say is that if you have, first of all, if you have a strong desire in your heart to be a positive change in the world, if you 
love the work of Louise Hay and have been practicing her philosophies in your life and have seen results from those. And you have a strong desire, you know, to lead workshops or to do one-on-one work. Those are our prerequisites. Okay. If you have experience leading groups, then that only adds to, you know, your background and, and what you would bring. However, as we both would agree, wisdom and life experience are some of our greatest teachers, right? Yes. I could have a PhD multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and, um, and the training is um, in residence uh, for seven days, even when people live close by to where we're holding it, because of the container that's created. We want people to be in in a bubble, so to say, for those seven entire days. Okay, that must be where um, I was picking up the seven because when I when I was reading the information at your table down at the workshop, I had seen the seven days part. And you have one coming up in February, correct? I have the Heal Your Life Workshop Leader Training is in April. April, okay. April. April, yeah. So we're still a little ways out from that. Okay. Um, Are there still openings? Also, the reason we require the workshop leader training first is because that program is so foundational from not from a from a from a learning the practical the practical aspects of the work. Um, also, from a personal growth standpoint. Okay. And, and so that's why that's the foundational program. And then the next level is the coach, where you learn to work one on one with clients and you take the work to an even deeper level. Okay. So it's not. This isn't necessarily someone that like a therapist signs up to do, but it's any practitioner or any anyone wanting to to help people um, make improve their life. We have yes, we have workshop leaders um, all over the world, all over the world, and, and people of all you know. We have all different um, you know. We are an inclusive um, we're an inclusive community. We're a family. I just celebrated my birthday the other day, um, and I was just so moved by uh, all the connections I've made over the years with my Heal Your Life family, and I was receiving messages from, you know, really heartfelt messages of people I know from all over the world. Oh, I saw. You said, like, it was on your Instagram, and it was, like, Serbia, and I just saw the list of all the different countries that you, and I how amazing and how beautiful that's so cool <laughs> uh, and people you know like it's so great because people come I when I went to my training I here I am I'm from Flint Michigan originally <laughs> I grew up you know in an automotive working right family. right <laughs> um, and then I'm sitting in this training with people from Australia and an Indian woman wearing a beautiful sari and and um, you know somebody else from Mexico and I was and the beautiful thing was when we came to that training is that we were learning each other from the inside out. We were hearing their childhood stories and just it's a whole nother level of, of knowing someone. Yes. And to spend a week working through these things and, and being partnered up with just the right person that has something to share with you that you needed to hear to heal your heart. You know, it's like that, oh, you too? Yeah, oh, yes. I thought it was only me. 
And I, that's, that's one of the things, when I finally started opening up and speaking and telling my story, how many people would send me messages in private, you know, a private message on Facebook and say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing your story and putting yourself out there and telling this because, you know, this happened to me or that happened to me and I, I don't feel so alone anymore. And that's, that can, that's the beauty of the connection, the soul connection, is that you don't feel so alone anymore because you realize we, we are more similar than what we've been, all been led to believe. And we all want that joy and that peace in our lives. And um, yeah, to just have somebody in your corner to, to back you up is, is wonderful. It really is. And, and you know, um, as I said at the end of the day, you know, uh, you may have read too that um, my husband and I had decided when we woke up, I said, let's focus today on abundance. Let's just really pay attention all day long to things that are abundant, evidence of abundance in any little way, shape, or form. And so that was why at the end of the day, I was just really soaking in the messages. And, you know, it's really important to me to respond to individual messages and let let them know, you know, let let each person know I'm really taking it in. And then, like you're sharing, something happened to me that it, touched my heart so deeply I cried because and I just again like you're saying I had to be a soul connection because this is somebody from my childhood that I knew but didn't know right right and this person reached out to say I have no idea why I'm sending you this message however I feel like I need to reach out to you and I'll admit that there I was quite envious of you for a long time mm. because you looked so happy. And then went on to tell me about their childhood trauma. Oh. And I just sat back and I cried. And my husband looked at me and he says, why are you crying? And I said, this is why I do the work I do. Yes, yes. I want to see. I want to crawl. I like. I want to cry right now and and crawl through the phone and give you a hug because I so get it. I so get it. <laughs> oh my gosh! I got and I wrote back and I said, I am so deeply touched by your vulnerability. You know and. Um, well, I, I yes, I feel honored when people tell me, and yeah. open up and tell me their stories because it it it's been such a burden in their heart and in such a difficulty for them and sometimes a big secret in a darkness and then they'll say I've never told anyone this and so what an honor to for them to entrust that with me yes yeah I get it yeah exactly what you know I have not I I haven't I just I just spoke of this for the first time my family's known of it for 30 years and again that's why I do the work I do because on the you know on the surface and then of course it caused me reflection because I sat back thinking about childhood thinking about school and that is why also I um, about six years ago there was a, there were a group of heal your life teachers that decided the one um, demographic group that we hadn't developed a program for were teenagers Oh, yeah. And I've spent a lot of time, I don't have children myself, but the teenager has been an age group that I have been really passionate about. And so uh, Jill Haas, a teacher 
Michigan and myself, uh, we spent almost two years creating a Heal Your Life program for teenagers. Because, my goodness, that demographic, you know, think of, especially, well, we had bullying back when I was in high school, right. so we didn't have a name for it, um, but uh, if we can empower our youth, you know, to speak up sooner, to heal hurts at yes. a younger age, um, to speak their truth, to live their truth, to stand in their power, to know they have choices, you know, uh, really passionate about that too because I'd like to get this to people at a younger age and not wait until they're, you know, 40 or 50, but start it a lot sooner so they can be experiencing a lot more joy quicker. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that because children are certainly one of my passions. Um, we do a, we have a therapy dog, Sammy, and one of her, the roles, and this is a kid-inspired project that we created um, I have an 11 year old daughter and so she and some of her friends were sitting around the kitchen table and talking about how they could promote Sammy and they came up with this Sammy's Bags of Hope project and so we fill bags with trinkets of joy for children who have been through trauma and teenagers and so we'll go to shelters and we deliver these and it's got you know stress balls and you know coloring books and journals and all that stuff but anything to help these kids but what a phenomenal program, again, because I see it with the kids. Um, and certainly when I was in the mental health world, seeing it with the bullying in the schools, um, I mean, kids are killing themselves over bullying. And so, yes, I love the idea of empowering these children um, and giving them um, a voice and, or finding their own voice, I guess is the best way to do it. That's So where, how is, is that... Throughout the country, is it is it just now developing? Where, where where's the status yeah. on that? So uh, there is a there is a main website, um, and the website is healyourlifeworkshops.com. Okay. And um, people can any listeners today on the podcast um, can go to that website, and you can um, insert the name of your city to find a teacher that is local. There we have many teachers that are now teaching the teen workshop across the world. So you would just uh, type in your city and see, or you could uh, contact me directly, the happy goddess at Gmail, and I can also assist with finding a teacher in your area that may be able to work with um, the youth that you are connected with. Um, it's, it's an amazing program. It's just absolutely great. I love it because... You know, yeah, in that program, again, you know, they're teenagers, so they have a high level of uh, energy, and it takes a high <laughs> level of energy to present to the teenagers. Yes. <laughs> wow. And uh, so we do, you know, we do a little more physical movement. We have, you know, like uh, coloring. We have some physical games. You know, it's presented in a different way, and it's a right. lot of fun. Right. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. I saw a bullying video on Facebook recently, and it was along those lines. I mean, this guy's energy was so phenomenal and, and had these kids, you know, almost cheering in the audience and, and laughing and, and engage, very engaged. And, yes, so I, I get it. you gotta, you got to capture their attention away from the cell phones long enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, that is, that is the trick. No kidding. 
Because, yeah, because, I again, I have an 11-year-old. Well, and my boys, you know, they went through those teen years and the Snapchat and all that stuff, so. Goodness. I, when, I, when we were developing that program, I just, uh, you know, I, I'm, like I said, I'm 54. I was a teenager a while ago. So um, when we were looking at things, you know, like girls having their, you know, menstruate, menstruating and the emotional impact of that and how that affects, you know, how they show up and, I was, you know, all the first, you know, dating, having a kiss, um, being tempted to do something, you know, naughty and break rules and all of this. It was like, oh my goodness, I almost forgot about those. Right, right. I may have blacked those out. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I so get it. (laughs) And I look back at pictures of myself and I think, oh my goodness, that was quite a time in life. Yes. Well, yeah, because I was in the 80s, and so it was that big hair and, yeah, and braces, and oh, my gosh, a lot of awkwardness, and <laughs> then I thought I was super cool, and yeah. Exactly, <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm so grateful that uh, there wasn't the internet and that any photos were right. on, uh, Polaroids, and those that are probably long gone. <laughs> I know, we used to, yeah, we had a Polaroid, and I think, I hope to God somewhere there is not a stack of those Polaroid pictures somewhere. <laughs> One of my high school friends is going to be like, Rem- remember this? <laughs> I really hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> I know, me and you both. <laughs> and you know what, just here, now listen to us laughing about that, because Again, like we're talking about when we're out there doing healing work or helping others, you know, find their joy, it's great to have these, you know, these dialogues, right, about sharing your own stories. Yes. People can identify with it, and then it just allows them to open up and say, oh, wait a minute, you think that one's good, here's one for you. Yeah, listen to what I did, right? Yeah, that's that is true because there's yeah you'll hear sometimes people you think, gosh, I never would have guessed that of you back back then. Holy cow! <laughs> oh, it's just so it's just so awesome and it is. You know, I I spent a long time uh, you know dreaming about what I would do when I would grow up, and um, you know things have unfolded in a really interesting way and. And, you know, we never know where our life is going to take us, right? And um, I, I ended up in Houston, Texas, um, and then ended up almost immediately uh, divorcing in Houston, Texas. And thought, you know, what in the world? And I, I had a great corporate job, and I made great money, and it was just like everything collapsed. And, um, it, and you know, it's like, in the collapse, there's always a crack and there's some light that comes in. Yes. And I'm so grateful for that collapse because, you know, everything leads up to the, to this moment. And um, I cannot honestly think of anything I would rather be doing because what I do is I work my job around my life. Right. Your job isn't, I mean, it's, it isn't, yeah. doesn't dictate it. You're right. I get what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah. you, when Mike, were you listening to the speakers when you were down? Did you stay in the room down at the, um, at the workshop and hear all the different speakers talking? Did you happen to hear Mike Dooley when he was talking about, um, 
when you get to that point in your life and then you look back and you say, all those things that were happening along that road have led to this place. But as they were happening, you didn't, you know, it may have been chaos. It may have been like horrible. Like, why is this happening to me? But then it all leads to this, this beautiful place that you end up in. And um, I certainly hear that in your story, and I, I feel it with mine as well. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely believe that. If I if that crap if that collapse in my life had never happened, I would have never met Kim, my husband. Uh, we've been together go, or it's gonna be eighteen years. Mm-hmm. Eight, I mean, he's he's just he's my soul partner. Um, and and that's another thing I'm really passionate about is healthy relationships. Um, because I don't think they need to be a struggle. No. I, I, oh, I, I love it. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I went through a divorce as well. And um, I, I still work with my ex-husband. We own a company together. But I, I, I love him as a person. But together, we were volatile. And it was not a healthy place to be for me or my children. And, um, and now the relationship I'm in, oh, my gosh, we never fight. We never argue. We just... It's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful, healthy place to be. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yes. Just dancing together through life as it should be. Yes. Yes. Yeah. In support yeah. and love and, and lots of joy. <laughs> lots of yeah. laughter. You know, we laugh every day. That's the beautiful lots, thing. And lots of joy. And, and, and one other area that I've, I've got to speak to because I, um, I recently, my mom uh, transitioned on the same day as Louise Hay transitioned, wow. um, which was uh, a really a big, you know, physical loss in my life. And what I also, you know, as a woman, I see time and time again the struggle between the mother and daughter relationship. And uh, something that I'm also grateful for is that with the work of Louise Hay and work with the Heal Your Life philosophies and with the really working toward loving myself, um, I was able to, over the 11 years, heal the wounds between my mother and I so that as she did take her last breath, I could sit beside her and feel at peace. Oh, well, that's absolutely beautiful because... I've just recently started attending Al-Anon for that same reason um, to finally, and it's been wonderfully healing, but I will certainly look into um, healing that through through Louise Hay's um, work as well, um, healing that relationship with my mom because she's 81 and um, has fallen back off the wagon. And so there's just a, a high risk there. Uh, every day, I worry that she's, it might be her last day because she's going to drink herself into the grave. So, yeah, yeah. One of the things that I, I wanted to ask you, too, um, this Radical Self-Care Adventure series, I had to ask about it because it just sounds so cool. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> so, that is so much fun. The Radical Self-Care Adventure series is a 33-day um auto email program where you sign up and uh, pay $33 and then each day you receive in the mail um, a daily dose of radical self-care so I share with the I share with you an idea of something that you could do that day that would be a demonstration 
intention on radical self-care. Um, and I try to do very, uh, my intention was to, to get focused on doing something every day. Yes. Like one of I highly suggest is every day when you start your day to look in the mirror and say, hi, hi, Happy G, what is it that you need today? What is it? You know? Um, so there's fun little things. One of them that I love in there that um, is to send yourself a bouquet of flowers. Oh, this is brilliant. I love this. I'm signing up when we hang up. That's awesome. I think it's great. Oh, it's so much fun. And, and not just go like to the grocery store and buy yourself a bundle, but to actually either order them online or stop by a florist and write yourself a note. And then what's really delicious about this is if you do work outside of your home, if you are someone that has, you know, you're not an entrepreneur working in your own office, or if you're in your own office and you have staff, um, have them delivered there. Because you know what happens when people get deliveries. Everyone's like, oh, what'd you get? Yeah, who sent it? What is it? Yeah. Ooh. And then you're like, someone that loves me a whole lot. Oh. <laughs> it's so much fun. I bought myself um, a succulent arrangement, uh, the last go around. And I, every day when I walk by it, I look at it and I, and I think, oh, I love you. Oh, see, oh. I love that. That is so, I do the I do do positive affirmations every day, and it's from reading Louise Hay and, and watching one of her DVDs, and um, so my daughter and I created these heart shaped positive affirmations, and so I do them every morning when I do my meditations and so forth. And one of them is the I love you, T. You know, I tell myself I love you, T. Sometimes I'll do them in the mirror. Sometimes I'll do them, you know, when I'm just sitting in the chair. But I love that. I love the idea of sending yourself flowers and loving yourself. Yeah. That's so great. And your daughter is eleven. She is. Yes. Uh-huh. That's so great that she's doing them too. That's so powerful. Yes, and she is. Um, she's truly one of the most well-rounded kids that I know. Um, and I think because, well, one, she's grown up in a very peaceful, peaceful, loving home. Um, but we do, you know, well, <laughs> being the glitter shitter, <laughs> she's seen a lot of, you know, just that role model. I, I think I sometimes drive her crazy because, you know, I'll say, oh, my gosh, I'll pull over to the side of the road just to look at the sun coming through the clouds because, you know, the rays of lights coming out. Or, you know, again, talking to the ladybug or the butterfly or... And she's seen it. And even though she sometimes may roll her eyes at me like, oh, you know, you found another heart, you know, because I'll be like, look, I see a heart. Um, it, it's getting in there. It's getting in there. And so it's it's part of her being as well. Yeah, I, I mean, just the simple things like that. And just, you know, another thing for me my whole life has always been, you know, uh, the scale, you know, always worrying about the weight on the scale. And, you know, looking in the mirror and looking, you know, am I sticking out anywhere here and there? And just to think about if little girls could start out looking in the mirror and saying, you look just great. Right. You know? Right. What a difference that could make. Just those little simple things that are so critical to imprinting the message. Yes. Yes. Beautifully put. Correct. Yes. All right. Is there anything else that you were, we still have about five minutes left. So I can't believe 40 minutes has gone so fast. It's crazy. I look at the, I looked up and I was like, oh my gosh, we've been talking for 40 minutes. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, it's so great. You know, that's how it is. You know, that is something just right there that we've been talking for 40 minutes and, it, it, and it's gone by so quickly. Um, uh, one thing I also think that's so great is 
to find people in in your sphere that you know can really um, support you know this is for the listener to really support you in whatever it is the dream on your heart the the, the journey you're taking where you want to go because too often what happens is people get together and they complain about things um, and if we could spend more time you know with people you know coming together to talk about and celebrate things you know what's great happening in your life what was wonderful this past week um, and then also you know to have that gentle reminder partner so that if you do sway off a little bit yes you know like you know, Louise Hay has 12 ways to love yourself, and at the top is, you know, stop all criticism. Um, and my family was a very critical family, so, you know, deep down there, there's that little bit of me that every now and then pops out, and it's like, whoa, that's not who I want to be. So but you're have, catching yourself. That's what's so cool. That, yeah. Yeah. To have that auto check, to have that little partner yes. check. Yes. Yeah. You know, have those people that when you're feeling blue, you call and say, hey, let's not, not, let's not acknowledge, you know, because I, I just saw a really great article on Better Homes and Gardens about the optimist. Um, because the optimist doesn't just look at things as happy, 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 happy. Right. You know, the true optimist, you know, acknowledges the situation, feels what needs to be felt, and then marches on. Yes. Because I'm definitely not a proponent of just, you know, looking at everything with rose-colored glasses. However, I am uh, solution-oriented, and let's find the gift in a person. And, and I couldn't agree more. If you, you can honor the, the hurdle and the pain, and my, my therapist had told me once, just notice and don't judge it. And I think that's, so when something not so awesome happens in my day, um, I notice it, I don't judge it, and I, I try to figure out, okay, what can I do to resolve this issue? What, what do I need to do? And um, there's moments where I get irritated for, you know, a few minutes and I fume and, and then I take a step back from it and say, you know what, having a hissy fit about it or being upset about it is not going to fix the issue. Um, but I allow myself that human moment of, gosh, God bless it. <laughs> My mom, I have to tell you this real quick because it popped in my head when you said the word optimist. My mom used to tell me as a kid, um, the, the pessimist wakes up in the morning and says, good God, morning. And the optimist wakes up in, in the morning and says, good morning, God. And so I loved, I always loved that because, I mean, we certainly some days want to wake up and go, good God, morning. <laughs> Oh, yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> yes, we always have a choice, right? Yeah, absolutely, we do, yes. So, um, I had one more question for you. What was it? Oh, I love one of the questions, I think, that I, th I threw some questions at you beforehand, but, and this is just one of those fun ones. If you could meet anyone in the world, dead or alive, who could help you with your journey, who would you want it to be with your dream and your goal? You know, I, I would honestly have to say um, Mary Kay Ash. Okay. Because um, she uh, made her physical transition before I had the opportunity to see her in person. And just the other day, I called into uh, Mary Kay, 
and I was put on hold. And one of the beautiful things that company does is while you're on hold, you get to listen to her giving speeches and sharing her wisdom. And she was such an amazing visionary that had a dream back in 1963 that was just, you know, nobody believed in her, but she believed in her success and herself and her success, and she never stopped dreaming. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and she, you know, her company was based on the golden rule and integrity, and those two things are very important to me. And um, also, it wasn't about profit and loss, but it was about people and love. And um, I learned a lot from her over the years, and I would just love to sit on a park bench in a park. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and just have a chat. But what a great philosophy, because that's why, again, I do what I do. It's to get this message of hope and healing out into the world. Um, yeah, and that's, that's, that's my pool. That's my soul pool. And I think that I certainly picked that up from you as well. And I'm just so honored to have been um, to have been asked to be a part of your podcast, hang out with you this afternoon, and to have received a hug at the writers' workshop. I know, I loved it. I again, I was just, I, I was very drawn to you, and I just felt like I had to come over and chat and and talk to you. And I'm so so very glad that I did. And thank you so very much for being with us today and sharing your insight with with our listeners. And um, I'm going. I can't wait to like get online and do this um, radical self-care adventure series. <laughs> what a great name for it too. That's so cool. <laughs> hey, fantastic. I'm excited about having you. All uh, right. Yeah. All right. Well, you take care and I will, um, I, actually I'm going to put you on hold for just one second and sign off on my listeners. So thank you everybody for joining us and be gentle with yourselves. Bye-bye.